just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Do, Do Go, Go On, on for another, another week. 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 I was going to say week. I was going to say week. All right. All right. We've lost well, it. We've lost it. We were weak. How many episodes have we started like this? Let's be honest. <laughs> a few. And you know what? They're my favorite ones. Yeah, really? You enjoy listening back to both of us speaking at all at the same time? I think it's very funny because it I'll, clearly I'll, irritates you and Matt and I enjoy that. I was just going to, I was just beefing out some of the key words, you know, like a hype oh. man okay, sort of well, back up. You know what that. you were? You were, um, you were in uh, the song 500 Miles, just to be the Matt. No, I'm wrong then. Never mind. <laughs> What song was I, I was thinking more like Beastie Boys. Don't you tell me to... Stop. But I would have also said stop. Right, all right, well, let's, let's try that. My name is Dave, Dave. Oh, no, Warnicky, I and I'm here with Matt Stewart, Stewart no. and Jess Perkins. That's why we'll never be the Beastie Boys. <laughs> we'll never be. I was right with that song, because one of them sings it a bit like, just to be the man who walked, and then the other one comes in and they sing together a little bit. That's what I meant. da 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 Pretty sure I just did the old, I? the old El Paso um, Mexican food. Oh. oh, okay. Can't we anyway. have both? Yeah, Porquinos los dos. Anyway, hello boys. Guys, hello boys. You? Hello boys. How are we going? The boys are good. Well, this boy's good, man. The boy. Ah, uh, this boy, boy is uh, in love. That's a that's a song. It is a song. I can't the pa- uh, not the panics the presets. Yes. Not relevant and apologetic. Uh, well, you're not in love. Well, I'm always in love with uh, Tism, uh, the St Kilda Football Club, and the Meredith Music Festival, as you do well. The big know. three. The big three. This is like a already a musical themed episode. <laughs> if you've looked at the title and you thought it couldn't get, be that musical, well, it is. You're wrong. You're wrong. Well, it could be musical. I don't know what we're going to talk about this you don't week. Know. You don't know. You don't know shit, Warnicky. Thank you. I'm sorry. I just got really aggressive. It's very hot still. Oh, my God. It's been and like... It's just like... 45 plus for you, weeks. No, it hasn't. But it, it has. has. It's dipped like a few times like in right in the gap between pods. It's crazy, isn't it? It's yeah. Cra- but I'm there, one was, of those... there was a couple of weeks where Monday was super hot and then there'd be a cool change and the rest of the week would be like mid-20s. Did you notice that at all? It's like the Monday would be like high 30s and really humid and awful and then there'd be a storm and there'd be a cool change overnight and then the rest of the week would be okay. 
It happened for like two or three weeks in a well, row. I once got my hair cut by talking about my haircuts again. Sure. Um, by a, a lady, and she was trying to tell me how um you know how it's always hot on Mondays, and then and I was thinking was that's it, was not Jess how weather works. Cutting your hair? Yeah, that's when I was cutting and then, his hair. And I thought that was one of the silliest conversations of my life. <laughs> okay, Jess well, is that person. you know no. that is that is pretty nutty. You know how it's always hot on Mondays. It's always, but that's always, not what I said. Always. I just said in no, the no, last no, no, few weeks. No, no. But it just reminded Mondays me of that have moment. been hot. But you can't tell the person that's halfway through cutting your hair that what they're saying is quite silly. Yeah, you just you just have you to, can't be like no, you moron. It's like when uh, the taxi driver starts being racist. You just have to try and um, sp- you know smile and nod. Try well, oh. just try and give them so little that they pick up on the fact that you don't share these views. Yeah. but you can't be like, look, mate, shut up. You know, and then as Especially soon as, when I'm on my own, I just get intimidated, so I just sort of go, mm-hmm. But as soon mm-hmm. as they drop you off and you've got, like, you're already half out the door, you're just like, your ideas are fucked and, and what you're saying is incorrect and you should have a good hard look at yourself. Thank you, bye. Thank you. Oh, left my phone in the back seat. Come back. Ah, he's gone. Oh, yeah. Look, what I try and do is have a, a, an open dialogue with the driver. And, yeah, but uh, you would because you're... You would. You're old. You're, yes. You're of that age. More self-confident. <laughs> yeah. We're young and naive. That's I right. mean, I'm about to die. I've got nothing to lose. Exactly. Yeah, what's he going to do? Hit an old man? Yeah, I don't think so. Come on, mate. Uh, I, can't, I can't go to jail, mate. I just can't. I can't. I can't go to jail. I won't. Not again. I won't. You know what? You know something that uh, racist... Uh, cab drivers are not into. What's that? Ass- assaulting old white men. It's the last thing they want to do. They're not into do. it. They're all about the old white men and what they believe in. Yeah, true. So, but what about a young white man such as myself? I don't know. Not about him. Is that a grey area? You're a grey area, yeah. Thank you. Matt, much like Matt's grey area. His pubic <laughs> Oh, hang on. His entire pubic region, which is as grey as... Gandalf? I'm a, I'm a silver fox. In the pubic region. <laughs> Just in the pubes, which is weird. I call also, my dick the silver Matt, fox. <laughs> also weird that we know that. I know, it's crazy. Well, We're very close on this It's podcast. very hot. It's very hot. And we are very free and naked. <laughs> We're very naked. Matt, do you dye your beard? Uh, my, my dick beard, yeah. <laughs> you dye it grey. You, you guys started it. You dye your dick beard grey. Yeah, haven't you seen that new product? It's like a silver, it's silver spray paint. Is that new? <laughs> It's actually been out for a while. Man, I think that's quite toxic. Yeah, it's rel- relatively new to me. You should not be spraying uh, My dick looks like the Tin Man. <laughs> <laughs> if I only had a heart, he often sings. If I only had a heart. Hard, yeah. If I only could get hard. <laughs> you know, a feel-good movie. Oh, that was a weird way to start. I don't totally want to You guys that. took it there. Yeah, I did. I so, did, and I regret it. I'm sorry. Let's so you should. Lesson learned. Thank you for teaching me that important lesson. I regret nothing, except not telling the taxi driver that he was wrong. Yeah, sure. And for not telling that woman she was an idiot for thinking all Mondays are hot. No, I just felt a bit sorry for her, to be honest, when she was thinking <laughs> You know how that. Mondays are really hot? No. That's you not know, a thing. And you know, Thursdays how always cool. You know, like, no, what? This is how the conversation would have gone if you said, not, that's, not really, that's not really how it works. It should have. No, but you know what I mean. That's what would have yeah, happened next. Yeah, next. You know, instead I said, mm-hmm, and then I went home and I tweeted about it like she was an idiot <laughs> and I got a couple, like two favourites and I felt great. Two favourites, like, that's pretty good. I was really changing the world. Cop that hairdress. Cop it. She probably doesn't Her. have Twitter because she probably has a life outside of it. No, no, she doesn't have the weather app because she doesn't need it because it's always hot on Mondays and it's always cold on Thursdays. That and what about, the, what about the days in between? How do you know? Do I need a jacket? I'm not sure. Do I wear something with sleeves? Yes. Do I need to shave my armpits? What I like to do is Something wear we clothes that about. are all zippable, so you can zip down as much as you want. 
So yeah. you got zip every inch you of got, your sleeve you got like and cargo pant. clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for every but, inch. But they're but they're all button off like basketballs wear. You just rip them. So I just rip off layers as I need to. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's very efficient. It is in a lot of ways. Yeah. But uh, it takes me hours to get dressed in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You got to pin them all back together. And there was a malfunction one day at the podcast, and that's how we know about your great Silver dick fox. Beard. Yeah, Tin Man Dick. <laughs> Oh, what anyway. a beautiful image. And on that note, Jess, shall we ask you what topic you will be reporting on today or what question you'll use to get us into it? Well, uh, I would like to mention firstly uh, that this is a golden hat suggestion. I won't say who from. Ooh, golden pube. Golden pube suggestion. Beautiful. Okay, so for um, some of our Patreon listeners who donate over a certain amount, uh, they get to put their suggestions get put into a special hat. <laughs> I like how it sort of seems like we're being vague about it, but Jess Probably and I, I just don't, don't know. fully know. Dave is much more on top of this. Also, those. no, actually, I know it's over twenty-five. Uh, but this is the Scheinberg Club. It's the Scheinberg Club. Isn't yeah, it? there's only ten people in the club, but and I they don't... can suggest topics that we have to do a report but, on. But Matthew. Because I, for a number of factors, I like to mention dollar amounts because that's it's like it's putting them above everybody else, and that's not fair because we're all one big happy oh, family. I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, I agree. Everyone's everyone's equal in this. But these guys are superior. Yeah, superiorly equal. <laughs> so uh, this, this is a uh, this is a ses- uh, suggestion for the, the golden so hat. The Seinberg group on that Seinberg. level. Sean, what did I say? Seinberg. Seinberg. Oh boy. Uh, is there's ten max in there, right? Someone left it uh, not too long ago and mm. was replaced almost instantly. I love it. I love that. Did someone have like, like an a, alert on it yeah. somehow? Can you have an alert? I don't, I don't know if you can, so. but I like that. Bang in there. Which, they took that 10th really place. Like they happened to look and was just like, oh, it's my time to shine. So funny. And that's I great. It. It's my time to shine, Burke. Oh, very good. Very good indeed. Um, so my question to you is, uh, who is the voodoo queen <laughs> Of New Orleans. Oh, I saw this topic. This is by uh, Max sent this in. Yeah, very good. I have never. I don't know what that means at all. But it was in his message, mm-hmm. and I can't remember. It was a, a, a lady. It's a lady. It was a queen. queen. Dave, have you that ever heard of, of the Voodoo Queen? The Elizabeth II. Yes. Is that right? No. No, I've actually <laughs> never heard of. The Voodoo Queen of New Orleans. Yeah, it's kind of fun to say. One of those things that is such a good name. We've talked about this a lot on the show, how a good name can go a long way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I will tell you then, because this is suggested by Max, um, who is a long-time listener and, uh, and friend of ours. Hello, Max. Hello, Max. And was a nice uh, suggestion as a belated birthday gift to uh, Max's boyfriend, Jake. Who also tweets to us quite a bit, Jake Hello. Sullivan. Hello, Jake. Hello, Jake. This is so good. This is so good. We're sorry that uh, I think about this sort of early January and we're. I love the idea of this as a birthday present. Yeah, so good because didn't Jake get Max onto do yeah, one? That's what, yeah, that's, that's what makes nice. it nice. I like that. I like when I hear or when people let us know that like they listen to it with friends or with their partners or something. I think that's really fun. Like we had an email of this couple who will like sit and have dinner together and listen to the podcast. And it's kind of like so we're having dinner great. with them. It's really nice. God, they must have like some an eight-course meal sometimes on the show because yeah. for two hours. Oh, sorry. Maybe it's like a week's worth of dinners. Oh, wow. Because we do talk for a long time and we're sorry about that, but also not sorry. Um, we're sitting in a really hot studio to do it, so you're welcome. <laughs> I really turned there. Uh, well, that is you often what do. you often do. I but I, I, I've, I, think, I don't know if I've said this before, but my... 
personal favourite podcasts are longer ones anyway. So that's why I, I sort of get it. And we did put it out to the people once. And they yeah, what, what do you want? And they almost said, unanimously voted for longer. Yeah, yeah. Was Well, not, th- not two hours like bloody um, Ernie. They did say an hour and a half plus. So okay, it counts right. two hours. Yeah, two hours is an hour and a half plus. We did, yeah, there was no voting for two plus hours. But anyway, um, shall I tell you a little bit about the voodoo queen of New Orleans? Yes, please. Do you say New Orleans or New Orleans? I would say New Orleans in this because it rhymes with Queen and exactly. sounds awesome. Exactly, and also I think it's just our accent. So I believe that over there they New are more Orleans. likely to say New Orleans. Or Nola. I heard Nola a bit when I was there. I don't know if that was locals or... I can't Nola. Remember if New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, cool. Nola. That's I like just that. Like that is I like that a lot. Super cool. We don't and I feel any... like I'm part of some sort of cool club now that I know that. Well, that's it. We don't really have nicknames for any of our states. Tassie, maybe. Tasmania yeah, we'd call Tassie. Apart from that, we don't really nickname anything. Nah, Vicky. They've got. <laughs> We've never said Vicky. People have got na- like the the people who come from states have nicknames like Banana Benders. I think is Excuse Queenslanders. Me? Yeah, banana, that's a benders. banana Benders. Um, I've never sand heard that. Gropers, uh, Western Australians. Sand Gropers. Croatas are South Australians. Uh, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, we, we get called Mexicans. Is that our thing? <laughs> Yeah, I, that's a that's weird... Queenslanders will often call us Mexicans. Queenslanders call... Because we're South south, Wales, we're in the south, south yeah. of the border. But, Mexico, south but that of... makes them... I never got it. It's like, what, so you think of yourself as the United States? Why? why? That would make yeah, Queensland Canada. No, no, it's the... I reckon it's the dumbest... Oh. And it's meant to be like... It's also meant to be like a put-down. Oh, Mexico. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're Mexican. I, like, no, Mexico yeah, I live great. in Victoria. It's a, it doesn't make... It's the weirdest... I don't get it at all. Something about Queensland, we've got some Queensland listeners, I wonder if this mm. is true, but it seems like they're more influenced by America than other places. So yeah. remember, you know, like you got Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Oh, yeah. Which is an American thing. Okay. Oh. And then they've got, got like, I think they've got towns called stuff like Palm Springs and, and uh, other sort of, um, like Miami, there's Miami and, mm. whereas I think Victorian things are, seem to be more named more out, English. like Brighton. And yeah. Richmond, although everywhere's got a fucking Richmond. Everywhere's anyway, got a this Melbourne. is such a tedious. Uh, Do you know what I learnt though about track? just about uh, an Australian city is that Perth is the most isolated capital, capital city in the world. Did you learn that from a tweet I sent out recently? No, I learnt that from my friend who's from Perth. Oh, that's interesting. I, I tweeted that last week. Oh, hmm. There you go. I learnt that from a Fear Factory video um, that was filmed in Perth. And, Most uh, isolated capital city. How yeah. did Fear Factory reference that in a music video? Uh, at the start, it says uh, Perth, the most isolated capital city in the world, or something like that. Or it was I saw the making of because I bought that album. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Yeah, Any right. Fear there Factory fans out there? <laughs> what? No, no one's answering back. <laughs> well, no one in. No one in here. <laughs> no one in here. That's for sure. That's for sure. Good band. It's a cool name, I must admit. So yeah, well, I'll say New Orleans, and I want to apologise from the. From the top, that if I pronounce anything incorrectly, obviously there's a lot of French. You'd have to call her the Queen of New Orleans to make it right. I love the rhyme. Queen, Queen of, of New, New Orleans. Orleans. Okay. Yeah, that is good. The New Orleans Queen. Queen. Tasmania is also known as the Apple Isle, I just remembered. Apple Isle, why? Because it was like an apple? It's a big apple place. They ah. grow a lot of apples there. Also, it looks a bit like an apple. Yeah, I like that as a nickname, Apple Isle. Apple Isle's cute. For a while, uh, uh, Victoria was known as the Garden State, which is a... Is a rip-off of an American state, I'm pretty sure. And Western Australia has also been known as the Golden State, which is the same as California. Mm. So I think Australia does do that. I mean, America is the centre of the world, so it kind of makes sense that, we're that we steal <laughs> references from them all the time. Yeah, it makes sense. Anyway, uh, like my f- hero Homer Simpson always says, do go on. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I may uh, I may get some some French wrong, and I'm sorry. And Max, I really hope I do this uh, justice for you because I'll be honest, I was researching this with a migraine. And look, Jess, if you don't know how to say it, just say bon 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 bon. <laughs> exactly, perfect. So you do it. So known as the Voodoo Queen of New Orleans, this was a title Marie Laveau. So beautiful, good. beautiful name. Not only earned, but to this day has not relinquished. She is still considered the voodoo queen of New Orleans. Um, in fact, the crypt where she's buried, spoiler alert, she did. Um, the crypt where she's buried in St. Louis Cemetery. Oh, shit. I've, I've visited her grave. Have you? Yeah. Have you really? And you didn't remember? Yeah, that's so bad. What happened? I'm the worst... Traveler. You're the worst traveler ever. You what? don't go to the rock. Hang on. I did, but I went to this one. Just, Hang on. I, you, I only you just remembered. Alcatraz. You didn't go to like, the Van Gogh Museum, but you went to this lady's grave and didn't remember her name when we said it. Or the, that she existed at all. So tell me about the so journey. Sorry. Yeah, tell me about your, yeah, tell us about it. Tell us about your trip. I was just... It's the kind In fact, of thing, you just did the report. A lot of my traveling, right, is... It's day by day. I don't plan it out. Is drinking related. So it's, well, some... Yeah, often, but... It, <laughs> What's her crypto? And New Orleans is... is <laughs> Pretty good for that sort of stuff, but it, you know, where it's where I'm staying, especially when I'm traveling. I was there with one of a friend, another Matt, and we, you know, we'd get up and you'd meet people at the hostel and just go with the flow with what they were doing or whatever. So people were going there that so day. I was like, sheep. oh, that's interesting. You're a sheep. Traveler. Basically, a sheep. So basically, you're like that guy. a go with the flow guy. Sure. Go as long as that flow is on tap. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I'll, so I can turn that We're going to Alcatraz. Is there a pub? Is there no. a pub? I'm probably going to be at the pub. See you after. <laughs> See ya. No, but anyway. But, See ya, it, but honestly, if someone said that day, let's go to Alcatraz, I might, that may be the reason why I'd go to a place, which is not the best way to travel. You should probably uh, have probably some not. plan. I like the idea of going with the flow, but maybe I'm too committed to that, and it means I don't... I miss things that maybe I should see. But yeah. I, I still have no regrets. San Francisco was such a good time. And I didn't see anything. Great. Well, I mean, but, um, but I saw some great pubs, had some great food, and saw some really good bars as well. Well, did you know that uh, you... Saw the seals. You inadvertently visited what is believed to be the most haunted cemetery in America? Yeah, I think someone probably mentioned that that day. Ooh. So you went there, and was it... Ooh. It was daytime. Memorable, if you, if you remember her. Yeah, it was, a cool, it, was a cool, it was a cool grave. There was... I can't... I can't really... I can't... Hers was either like... Very small. No, it was, it was either really big or really small. It's pretty big. I, I will talk about it. Was anyone okay. else famous in there? Uh, I don't know. Possibly. Probably. I didn't do a report on the cemetery. Oh, I did well, a report on Marie Laveau. I'm so sorry uh, to Jake. And Max. Say sorry to Max. I mean, Max. Say sorry to Max. Max gave this to Jake. But sorry yeah. to, to you as well, Max. You fucked his gift. You fucked it. I did. I... Or we're like... I've just, I'm two sentences in, you fucked it. Ah, you're all right, mate. Um, I'm pretty excited for this report. It's pretty interesting. So visitors of the cemetery claim to have seen the ghost of the voodoo queen herself inside the cemetery, walking around tombs in her trademark turban while whispering a Santeria voodoo curse to disrespectful gawkers. If you visit her grave, you'll notice that people still leave offerings. Uh, there's candles, flowers, voodoo dolls, all in the hope that she will bestow her supernatural blessings. Uh, when people make a wish at her tomb, they return if their wish comes true and leave three X marks as a sign of their gratitude. Where do they do leave Do you remember that at all? Because you... like her, her, it's like a big white um, like plaster um, tomb and there's, there'll just be like red X's ah, so all Matt, over it. 
Threes. What, was, what did you wish for? I I I don't practice Santeria. Um, <laughs> I ain't got no crystal ball. Right. Okay. <laughs> the if I line. had a million dollars, I'd I'd spend them all. Etc. As the Great Sublime once said. It's one of my favourite songs. It's great. Sorry, everybody. So I lost you at Santeria, didn't I? Like you just didn't hit all the rest of it. Yeah. Cool. And that song just started kicking around. Do my you head. remember there being any red cross marks on this grave that you? Oh, were you I, drunk I remember already? walking around. It, were you day drunk? No, not necessarily. But so, probably. Probably not. I was probably more likely hungover. But Did someone yeah. leave her an offering of a bottle of vodka, and you just thought you'd drink it. Yeah. That's why you're cursed now. I, went, I mean, I went to a, I definitely went to a cemetery there, and some and people were saying there's a, a famous people a person who, here, and we should all look at it. I, it was a it was a cemetery. I was, I was semi young. I was semi creeped out. It was the seventies. I've started to I started to get it after that trip, but at that stage, I was like, I don't really like walking around cemeteries. You know, I did yeah. it just to have done it, and then I think it's something you start to do at your age. Like, you my guys, parents love I, it. I have when I went to Edinburgh, I went um, I went out to towns that my ancestors lived in, the Stuarts lived in, and went, went around this tiny village cemetery, and it was just packed out with Stuarts. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so be, that yeah. kind of stuff I find interesting, but... But famous now, people are great, no, yeah. Yeah, but now I would probably maybe... It is definitely an older person thing, now that I'm a, yeah. I'm a retiree. When I was in Ireland. Now that I'm on the <laughs> a grey nomad, um, I'm starting to get into that, because I guess, we're, you know, I'm going to be there oh, soon. You, when you're surviving pension to pension, you need free activities. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. The grey, you know, cemeteries, cemeteries are free. And plus, you might see some of your friends. Exactly. Yeah, it's good to visit. On the way in or the way out. <laughs> hey, okay, um... So little is known with certainty about the life of Marie Catherine Laveau. As for the date of her birth, popular sources often say 1794, but the records actually indicate 1801. So let's just say 1801, but possibly a little bit before that. Okay. Um, she was a free woman of colour, and she was born in New Orleans on September 10, 1801, we're going to say. She was the illegitimate daughter of a free man of colour and a Creole mother. And historians believe that Marie's mother and grandmother were both voodoo practitioners. Um, this is all kind of, like, it's it's all a little bit disputed. She seems to be this kind of, like, mythical, not mythical, but, you know, like, a bit of a legend. So Cool. A total legend. What a legend. Um, in 1819, at the ripe young age of 18, Laveau married Jacques Paris, Jack Paris, um, with <laughs> What's your name? Jack, Jack Paris. Paris. <laughs> I'm going to call you Jacques Paris. I'm going to call him All Jack right. Paris for the rest of this. So she married. So she's only young. She's 18. She's married to Jack Paris. Um, she has two children, both of which are believed to have died young. Um, now her husband also passed away under mysterious circumstances. Suspicious? Is that what you're implying? Mysterious is what I said. You can read into that whatever you would like. I'm reading suspicious. Mysterious. Um, by the time she was in her 20s, she was known around town as the Widow Paris, um, and this name would also be etched onto her tomb, um, which, as we sort of mentioned before, is quite a popular tourist attraction. Um, there's a little bit of speculation as to what her sort of jobs were. The only evidence that exists of any sort of occupation was that she was a liquor importer, um, uh, but others... Uh, there's sort of a few different jobs. Like at some stage, people said she ran a brothel, um, but then others say that brothel wasn't a brothel. It was actually a house where unmarried pregnant women could come and like That's ha- quite different have their kids. They're very different and have their kids in like a safe place. And then Marie would help them like put their kids up for adoption and stuff. So it was a bit strange. Did you pay your respects, Matt, because she was a famous liquor importer? Yeah, that'd yes. be, that'd be right. 
Oh, cheers to you. This is my t- to- my kind of lady. <laughs> um, after the deck of Jack, uh, folklore says Marie. <laughs> Pardon? You said deck. Did I? After the deck of Jack. <laughs> Sorry. That's a whole. That's a whole deck of cards. Remember the time I said I cried at my brother's funeral? And you both like what? <laughs> and I meant wedding. In a way, same thing. No. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> His life. Death of the ladies, man. Anyway. <laughs> after the death of Jack. Folklore says Marie became a hairdresser and most of her clients were wealthy white socialites, which allowed her to be privy to the myriad of rumours and gossip that floated around the French quarter. She could also suddenly predict the weather with great accuracy. It's amazing. She was like, how weird a hot Monday. Monday. Thursday's always cool. Always chilly. Always. Always, without a doubt. Um, so she got the hot goss, though. She's got literally... Uh, Get it? Like the hot weather. Anyway. Um, yeah. Let me just tell you my hot takes on hot Mondays. <laughs> so this means that because she's like a hairdresser and everybody chats to their hairdresser, women in particular, you'll chat for hours. Sexist. Is that hairdresser. true? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. My sister-in-law is like one of the chattiest people okay, I've ever met so in my life. that's sister-in-law, but like, she's do people open up all, to strangers that much? Or is it just women. Oh, no, but I mean like... But is it just women small, especially. Is it just small talk that's just stretched over two, possibly three hours? Yeah, but it's quite... Oh, I'm not saying like, okay, and, and tell me about your first marriage. Like, I'm not, it's not quite deep and meaningful, but it's like you talk a lot. I quite like... I, I find them relaxing when I get them done. I kind of like the no-chat hairdresser. Well, would you go to, like, a barber? But I do go to my friend, the barber, and we definitely do chat. So there you go. I'm a bit annoyed that since I... Got do you a... still get kids' rates? I fucking wish. <laughs> You're looking at a $50 haircut, and it wasn't even that good. Mate, don't talk to us. That haircut? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's at least a $50 haircut. Oh, thanks, mate. Oh, okay, um, that turned. Bit, but you know how they're always that. so talking, they, you know, they want to talk about something? Since I actually got my first ever, like, proper job... I can actually, you know, I used to be like, yeah, you'd have to explain that I did trivia nights or that I wrote trivia questions. And now I could be like, yeah, work at a TV show, like something cool to say. Mm. No one's asked me. Oh. No one's asked me. I find that, I I reckon I prefer to give the tedious jobs. The yeah. tedious one. I never well, say like, I do if, comedy. That's what I mean. I would never say comedy. No, I never say comedy. But if you say, oh, I work in, you know, TV That's only going to lead to so many oh. more questions. I like, I, mm. I miss being able to say. But the questions, it goes somewhere. That's what I mean. You can kill the... My haircut's quite quick, but still, I got something to kill for twenty minutes. Yeah, right. But I used to be like, "Yeah, write, write trivia questions." I'd be like, "Oh, cool." I like to flip it. Go. Well, what do you do? Oh, very good. <laughs> and, then we, and then, yeah, depending on what it is, then we just chat about them for a bit. <laughs> That's great. We talk about them. So this is obviously just your hobby. What do you really do? Yeah. What's your passion? What do you really want to do? This is obviously just for now. And they're like, oh, I've been a hairdresser for 15 years. This is yeah, Obviously, this isn't a career. Yeah. You, I mean, nobody wait, would wait. do this. No, nah, hair's really a great... Good. I reckon haircutting's a great passion. If that's what you want to do, that's a sick idea. That's oh, a great skill. you got... There's creativity and using scissors. Practical and skills. And it's basically... Yeah. It's a trade. There's hair on your head, hair on your face. Are we just justifying the existence of hairdressers? Because I don't think anybody had a problem with them. No, no, I reckon they... I reckon I'm going to let them live. Good for you. Live and let live. Good for me or good for hairdressers? Hey, a bit of column A, a bit of column B. Good for hairdressers everywhere. But I will say that they all seem to win awards. You drive past every hairdresser, it's like, hairdresser of the year, 2016. Similar bakeries. Yeah, yeah bakeries have always got... Best pie or best, best vanilla slice. They're always the best vanilla slice. Gold medalist, silver medalist. Oh, man. Who's getting the fucking bronze medal? No one. Yeah, well, they're not advertising, that's for sure. Anyway, can I go on? Sorry, we just had to take down Please hairdressers do. and yeah. then bakers. Fuck, nobody cares. It's I thought we were building them up. Thing. 
Anyway, because so she's... So many good bakeries out there. Because she's a hairdresser to all the wealthy um, socialites, she gets access to a wealth of information from both the elite women she serviced, service is a weird word, to their servants and slaves. She was able then to convince people that she was a voodoo priestess with mystical powers. Ooh. Right, so she'd be like, yeah, so how are things going in your your love life? Also, I've got magical powers. Yeah, she just dropped it into conversation. Hey, you know, around this time, uh, John Wilkes Booth's dad came over from England and became the biggest actor in America. I wonder if they saw each other. Definitely. These two things are from the same universe. There's no no information to prove otherwise, so we can assume yes. I I reckon she cut his hair. Oh, my God. Big time. And then she she made him a big actor. There was something in it for her. There always is. Um, she then entered, uh, she basically, she got into a relationship. They call it a common law marriage, which is very cute. This guy's name was, oh man, it's long. Uh, Louis Christophe Dominique Domini de Glapion. Bet she did not take that name. When he you wouldn't. said, when you said long, you kind of made it sound like it was going to be long. That's a bit disappointing, Jess. I'm so sorry that one, two, three, four, <laughs> yeah, seven names. four names wasn't enough. They apparently had seven children together. Unfortunately, only two of her children survived past childhood. Um... In all, it's Ugh. believed that Marie actually gave birth to about 15 children, which is a bit strange. And only, I think only one like survived to adulthood. I don't know what... I don't know. I don't have any information on... The odds aren't very good there. ...what happened with the kids. But, yeah, um, her, her daughter plays a pretty big role later in the story. <gasps> bit of fun for you. Now, of Laveau's magical career, <laughs> there's a little bit that can be sustained. Sort of like a, what I said at the start. Like, there's kind of... Uh, speculation or there's different accounts of the story. Um, so we're still talking about a hairdresser as a magical career or her career of magic. Her career of magic. Right. Her magical haircutting career. Hey, what are you saying? That hairdressers can't have magical no, careers? No, that's what we were talking about. You have got some weird issues with, with hairdressers. hairdressers. I'm happy. Just because she said Mondays were hot. Just what? once. When you say magical career, she started magic. doing it as a, a job. Like as entertainment or as to help people? Not magic like... Pulling a rabbit out of a no, hat. No, I know, but uh, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Well, As no, a career, so she's people come to her and she yeah. helps them with her magic. Yes, correct. And she calls it magic? Or is voodoo and magic similar? Well, no, voodoo is actually... Uh, it's like, sort of religion, isn't it? But it's a combination of like African rituals and like Catholicism. Right. It's actually not like, you know, witchcraft and witch doctors and stuff like that, like it's kind of perceived, I think, in film and stuff. It's just... Yeah, kind of ritualistic and um, spiritual. Right. And generally, yep. like, quite well... It's well-meaning. It's not nasty. It's not like voodoo dolls sticking pins in voodoo dolls. It's uh, positive. Yeah. Um, so, you know, healing illness and stuff like that, for example. Like witch doctors. Witch doctors. No, but, but that's not. not. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is. I guess it is. It's sort of that kind of but thing. But, yeah, I didn't realise witch, witch doctors. I didn't think they would... That was negative. I don't know. I, I shouldn't talk well, about things uh, I don't understand. But which well, which hairdressers? Yeah, it's a witch hairdresser. Yep. So there's like there's a bit of speculation. Things that uh, there's these common themes or common uh, stories about her that they can't necessarily say for sure. But like one of them is that she had a snake that she named Zombie after an African god, and she's had the snake with her all the time. Just a snake around her neck. God, that'd make it really hard to cut hair. It would make it hard. Um, 
Well, zombie is a sweet name for a snake. Zombie is a great name for a snake. One of the other things is like whether her sort of uh, powers, for want of a better word, were supported by a network of informants she developed while working as a hairdresser. So rather than her actually, you know, being uh, intuitive, maybe it's that she had informants telling her things. Oh, so she, she was sort of a, a fortune teller. Uh, uh, I wouldn't put it like that, but they just, uh, maybe I guess, or just all-knowing, you know, voodoo priestess. You know what they're like. I know what they're like. Um, you know what they're I, like. I, to be honest, I don't, but I'm starting to get some idea because you're telling me what they're like. Are you? I'm in the same yes. camp. Yes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding... Not in a way that's like, oh, my God, it's expanding like yeah, yeah. More physically. Like it's growing more customers, yes. more interest. Not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's like blowing up and yeah, it's, yeah. oh, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage or oh. nails. Oh, my gosh. Or uh, consulting. Should we, after this, get Manny Petties? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you yeah. might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize, you can share, and schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling is the best. Oh. Yeah. It looks like Jess has just uploaded something, What it? but it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. Capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organise your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Um, it's hard to find solid evidence because there's so much that's unknown about her, partly, of course, because it was a long time ago, um, but also partly because there was mystery and intrigue around her life at the time anyway. Um, I found a couple of stories that a guy called James uh, Duvalier has written up. Now, he's an author, spiritual counsellor and paranormal researcher, so he feels like a person much more qualified to tell these stories than me. Oh, we should get him in. We should get him in. Is he still alive? I've got him on the phone. Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. This is only written kind of recently. Actually, even if he is dead, we could talk to him from beyond the grave because I'm sure he's worked out how. He'd know how. Um, but really? I've got a couple of stories here um, that he's kind of written down that are kind of well-known ones about her. Would you like to hear those stories? Oh, sorry, Jess. I would. That's two. You and me. Okay, yeah, I want to hear turn it. turn Matt's headphones off. Well, yeah. well, I mean, we didn't get Jess's answer. I say yes. Okay. Thank goodness. Look, I'm, I'm willing to be outvoted I on I mean, this. you generally zone out anyway. I'm going to so. go with the popular vote. Just have a little... Just Unlike a little... the election. 
In America. Am I right? <laughs> Whoa, what a topical reference. <laughs> what is this, Brexit all over again? Am I? <laughs> the people don't know what they want. I don't know. Okay, so sometime in the late 1830s, the son of a respected New York businessman committed the brutal crime of raping and murdering a local Creole girl who he'd met at a ball. Uh, it was like a big gala affair where upper-class gentlemen would go to meet young women and take them as a mistress, you know, one of these classy events. Um, and he took her up to his hotel suite and did some terrible things, and she died quite nastily. Um, and this caused a massive scandal and sent waves of rage throughout the entire city, and uh, and people all through New Orleans just wanted to see this guy hanged. Like, they were furious. Fair enough. Um, the father of the accused man had heard of Marie's reputation as the feared and respected voodoo queen, and more importantly, as a manipulator of men, and he knew that if anybody in the city could save his son, it was Marie Laveau. So Marie met with the, uh, the worried businessman in her elegant apartment, and over tea, she listened to his pleas and agreed to help win his son's case and assured that he would go free, but on the condition that once his son was declared innocent, he would sign over to her the deed to a Creole cottage that he owned on the Rue Saint-Anne, uh, one of his many properties throughout the city. So, Hang on, sorry, oh. we're just going to stop you right there. So she's agreed to get a definite murderer off in exchange for a house. Correct. What a piece of work! <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound good. No, but it's like... Benefits right, okay. her. She's getting. She'll, she'll get a house. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But, saying, but, okay, you, but well. some reason I was thinking that she was going to be a good person. Me too. I thought she was going to somehow track this guy down using her powers and then they, or you know, lock him up. Well, how? Like the story's not over, boys. Ooh. Why are we jumping to some conclusions? Because we love to do that on the show. Yeah. So shut up. Okay. We'll try that. Yeah, Interesting take. Not really understanding what you're saying. Hmm. Mm, just settle down. Okay. Just settle down. Yep. Okay. All right, Matt and I were ready to turn on there when I was. Oh, I already have. Great. Just settle. Turn back. Turn back time. The businessman agreed, and the deal was struck. In the meantime, several onlookers had gathered below the balcony of Laveau's townhouse and observed firsthand this historic meeting, and within minutes the city was abuzz with gossip about Marie's involvement with the already sensationalised case. Later that same day, Marie left her home and walked uh, with her pet snake zombie resting on her shoulders. She's walking through the town. Um... Zombie, everyone knew, was her animal familiar. Do you know how, like, w- witches have familiars? Like an animal companion? Yeah. Oh, that helps them with their magic? Ah, oh, I didn't realise that. You know, on the, uh, for example, on the Mighty Boosh. Have you seen the Mighty Boosh? Yeah. There's, um, fuck, I can't remember any of their names anymore. Bolo is, um... The gorilla. He's the familiar oh, of Naboo, oh. who is a shaman. Yes, and in... I never realised he was his familiar. I guess the monkeys... But he's a terrible familiar. That's the joke. He can never do anything. The witch of the... In uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, she had those monkeys. Flying monkeys. Is Um, that what that is? I guess. Maybe. Pirates have parrots. That's not familiar. You're just talking about... Like the guy at the circus has the the lion tamer? No, that's not a familiar. My mum has a dog. Yeah. This is a sort of... You've got a cat. Yeah. That's your familiar. Well, there's a cat in my house. <laughs> I wouldn't say I got no cat. Uh, good on the cat. Mm, poor cat. Good Thank on him. Good on her. Thank you, Dave. Come on, mate. Cats Please. Can, it's 2017. Cats can be women. Mrs. Chippy. No, no. Mrs. No. Chippy all over again. That's a callback to Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Have you seen that at all? No. Yeah. Monkey was a woman. <laughs> women can be anything. <laughs> it's great. Um... 
So Marie's walking along with her snake around her shoulders because she's just a cool dude. So everybody's seen that and they know that the snake is her familiar. So they assume that she's about to go undertake a spiritual working. Ooh, Ooh but doesn't do the snake go everywhere? Well, probably They not. constantly think she's I'm, about to do I'm, something, but really she's just going there. for a walk. Obviously not. Maybe she yeah. leaves the house without zombies sometimes. But when she's cutting hair... Um, zombies there. They're all spiritual Yeah, it's a spiritual thing. Cuttings. It's spiritual working. Um, so she makes her way through the city and she enters the St. Louis Cathedral. She knelt at the front altar and began to pray, all the while with zombie curled tightly around her neck and shoulders. She pleaded to her saints, spirits and almighty God to help sway the trial of the young man, to the young man's favour and forgive him the ghastly crime he had committed. Then she placed three guinea peppers under her tongue and asked God to let the searing pain that she endured serve as penance for his crimes to let her bear the punishment. That'd so, have to be some pretty hot peppers, yeah, I reckon. Pretty hot. And she got three of them. And then she hot. went and told someone about this. How do we know that? Matt. I'm just curious. It's just an interesting thing. It's just like, and then she's at the hairdresser again. She's cutting her gun. Anyway, yeah, so I, I put a few burning peppers <laughs> on the It's the only way God uh, works. It's the only way he listens. An eye for an eye, a pepper for a pepper. Yeah. Yeah, he gets it. Very similar to the brutal rape and murder of, of a 18-year-old. Yeah. Um, you either hang him or put three peppers in his mouth. Make him close his mouth for at least three minutes. Same, keep, same. Give him some milk. We're all done. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Penance. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Now he's fixed. So she stays on uh, in the church for hours and she's she's praying and her wow, mouth is peppers... on fire and her tears are rolling down her face. Like, they're hot. How hot? Hot. Like a habanero? Yes. Jesus. <laughs> habanero. <laughs> habanero. Thank God have mercy on her soul. <laughs> At the end of the day, she returned home, but not before making a surprise visit to the courthouse. <laughs> to the milk bar. She did a drop-in. Unbeknownst to anyone, she entered the courtroom, removed the guinea peppers from her mouth, and placed one under the judge's bench, one in the jury box, and the third under the seat of the accused, where the businessman's son was to sit. So there's no security, I imagine. No security. It's Back the then, 1830s, mate. It was like last mate. week we were talking about the White House. People just walk in and Wondering out. Walk in. It's the 1830s. What are you doing? I'm just putting a pepper under the president's pillow. Carry on. Carry on. Checks out. The next day, while court was in session, the doors swung open and Marie entered the courtroom with zombie in tow, resting happily around her neck. Um, the crowd mumbled and whispered as she made her way to the front row and took a seat. From the court, was that you being? Yeah, something about peppers. that snake is weird. Oh God, get it out! I'm scared of snakes. What the fuck? It's looking at me. That's my hairdresser. Why is she here? Uh, so basically from the comments of the judge and the half-hearted fight put up by the prosecution, it was evident that the trial had swung in favour of the accused. What? The half-heart? By the end of the day, both the defence and the state of Louisiana had rested their cases and the jury returned with the verdict of not guilty. What the fuck? True to his word, the Yankee businessman right there in the courtroom signed over his property on Rue St. Anne and and it became Marie's home until her death in 1881. The house was demolished in 1913, but native New Orleanians <laughs> know the story of the uh, of the ivy-covered mansion that once stood on the vacant lot and how its infamous resident came to be the proprietress. So people know that story, that she like helped... A... So when you said the story wasn't over, it was over. It was, it was over. over. I just didn't want you to jump to it. <laughs> I was thinking, also because she's going to shove a pepper down his throat well, or no, something. No, because when I was reading it and she goes to the courthouse and like puts them there, I was like, it's going to like, they're going to sit on the peppers. It's going to burn their assholes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that'll My get him. Including the judge. That'll get him. Yeah, it was weird. The so, judge's asshole was on fire, so he was like, oh, get, 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 we got to get out of here. Guilty. I'm going to put some yogurt on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> going to go wipe my ass with yogurt. 
No, I just wanted you to feel the way I felt when I was reading it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's, she's doing something. Oh, no, no, she's just oh, getting a free really, house. So she's really a bad person. No, she's not a bad person. If We're you all be- complex characters, Dave. If you believe that she had any effect, which I personally do not. But she got a free house She got a free house. Yeah, no, that's a... Uh, for some reason, I was thinking that she was going to be the hero of this story. So I was kind of a bit disappointed that she's sort of profiting from crime, almost. Yeah, no, but that was just one story, you know, one oh. story in a in a in a, in, one, a, in a life, in a life. What you've never done anything bad? I've never got a, a rapist person? and a murderer off. <laughs> and if I did, I probably should be punished forever. But she didn't, as you said before. Maybe she had nothing to do with it. Maybe all she did was got no, a free house did, out of it. But I agree with Matt. She did profit from it, though. She, yeah, she, she got the house. But, and she, you know, maybe back then people believed in more superstitious stuff. So maybe yeah. just the confidence. The placebo effect. Maybe. I don't know if that's anything. I mean, the jury didn't know. It's a lot of hypothesizing, isn't it? The lawyer's like going, we got this. So he uh, lawyered way better. It's similar to Looney Tunes where Michael Jordan gave the Toon team Mm -hmm. uh, Michael's juice, what was it called? Michael's special stuff. Oh, yeah, and it was just But it was just water. But they played and they beat the aliens. The special stuff was in here. Yeah, all along. That's beautiful. Oh, Michael Jordan's great. What a guy. What a guy. Mm. There's another story that you Isn't might that like better. Yeah, best possible all time, I think. Yeah. One of them. I just meant as a person, really, right? No, as a, as a person and a basketballer, he's And a quite hero. a good golfer and not a bad baseballer, too, so... Hey, what do you got, Dave? Read and weep. Dave. At least he can hold a club. Pardon? At least he can hold a club. Your little hands I can hold a club it. sandwich. <laughs> No, you can't. You get a toothpick in your eye every time. <laughs> what the fuck is the toothpick in there? It's holding it all together. Makes sense. Mine <laughs> always falls apart. I take it out. You take it out, but then you've got to hold on. Like, you've got to hold on around Go, the toothpick, on. take the toothpick out. So what, that hold you on are somewhere then... you're thinking. It made me think Tom Waits. Oh, no, hold on for one more day. There's That's a lot joke. of hold on songs in yeah. that flume yeah. song called Hold On. But oh. Your one was the best. What was that one you said? That's Wilson Phillips. Wilson Phillips. Hold who are daughters of famous musicians or something? Or Why do you lock yourself up in these chains? These chains. I can't think of my hold on song. Anyway. I do go on. So another legend, popularly told in the popularly hard word, told in the voodoo community occurred about 20 years after the court case incident and beautifully shows the compassionate nature of Marie Louveau. All right, here comes. She's going to get the murderer back. I can feel it. She's going to win us back. Uh, Especially towards individuals who were reviled and spat upon by society. So Laveau was a staunch opponent of the death penalty, public execution in particular, and she often used her influence to spare convicted criminals from going to the gallows. In exchange for a free house. No free houses this time. Uh, One notable case occurred in the summer of 1854 when a convicted thief and murderer was scheduled to be hanged in Congo Square, the city's central square. Um, It was common knowledge... And Marie had spoken out against this particular execution and that she'd tried to exercise her influence with the court magistrate um, to get the accused sentence commuted. In exchange for one free house, I will commute the sentence. <laughs> there was no houses. <laughs> well, um, that's why he's going to die. But to no avail. So she, was, she, was failure in, uh, she failed in that. Um, and her failure to win over the judges caused rumours to circulate about her waning influence. And this angered her um, as almost as much as the practice of public execution itself. She's like, no, 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 no. My reputation is very important. 
Okay. She got so mad she publicly murdered some people. <laughs> no. The day of the execution was warm and bright and hundreds gathered under the cloudless skies to witness the event at Congo Square. The black-hooded executioner read the death sentence and securely tightened the noose around the condemned man's neck. As he was getting ready to pull the lever and send the man to his death, Marie arrived at Congo Square with her ever-present snake zombie. Um, the crowd parted to make way for her and uh, as she sort of approached and she looked up at the executioner and the condemned and her face was stern with anger and the crowd was completely silent. As she stood there, the once clear sky filled with clouds and a violent wind beat down on all of those present. So it got, it got like dark and, and stormy. Okay. A dark and stormy. She ordered drinks for everybody. What was the weather like before we started this episode? Oh my god, we just had to have a little break because we it's wondered what ho- the noise was. We came into the studio, it was hot and clear skies. We just stopped. We just had a quick break because there was a noise happening. We went out and it is storming outside. Like crazy. There's <laughs> a bit of a flood in the driveway. Yeah, I'm not sure we can get our cars out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, oh no, because we were, we were just talking about how she was a bit of a bad person for getting that murder off. Yeah, that's exactly when we had to stop. Oh, no. Oh, shit, it was too. The Pharaoh's curse. Now we've got the voodoo curse too. Oh, no, two curses are not better than one. Wow. One of my favourite beers is the voodoo porter made by two brothers in Moorabbin. That's not... Is that enough? No, I don't think it is. The voodoo people, a great song by the prodigy. I will start practising Santeria. I will get a crystal ball. You will get a million dollars. (laughs) And I won't spend it all. I'll... (laughs) Buy a, I'll buy an old house or whatever. Yeah. No, to get a house, you just have to get a murder and rapist off. Oh, I know, can I not do it that way? Also, the snake Stop is... Stop saying get him off, too. It's weird. The snake is still... <laughs> yeah, it's weird. The snake <laughs> is still alive. How long do snakes live? 20 years later. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a voodoo snake. Oh, actually, pardon me. She's probably still and alive. And also, like, there's, there's comments as well. And I think I may mention them later as well, but, like, she... Like doesn't age. People actually, even into her oh. her old age, she is like she looks great and very young and doesn't age. Oh my god! Oh my god! Which well, is probably I'm just genetics. A little bit freaked out. No, could be, but also she is. They all like the snake venom. The 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 story is that she was born in the late. 1700s, but the reality is, so they're sort of, yeah. everyone thinks she's 10 years older than she is as well. That's true. Yeah. You or never know. seven years or whatever. There's actually another uh, another thing that may explain it as well, Ooh. which I'll talk about later, but for now. It? Oh, yeah. So it's storming up around the gallows. Yes. Storming up a storm. Okay. Okay. So uh, the executioner, who is just doing his job, he pulls a lever to send. Yeah, that's what all murderers fucking say. Send the condemned man. Uh, hurtling towards the ground. Very dramatic telling this story. Just then, the noose came undone and the rope slipped over his head and he landed on the ground unharmed. Oh, so he's going to land on a horse like that Muse film clip. <laughs> <laughs> now, according to tradition and law, this miraculous occurrence was considered an act of God and the criminal sentence is then converted to imprisonment and he was thus saved from death what? by hanging. What? So, so if, if it doesn't work by noose, that's an act of God. If they don't die. That's they don't die. So fascinating. If, oh, so if your hmm. mate... Is the executioner. He can... Act of God. That's great. Isn't that cool? So after that day, the people of so New So she Orleans... only had to really convince the executioner to... Oh, Matt. No, but it would be pretty hard because <laughs> if you make it too loose but not loose enough, then yeah. you will just strangle and have a horrible, horrible death. Right, yeah, It's an yeah. act of God, not an act of bribery. 
I didn't say bribery. I, I thought maybe gonna, she put a chili under his ass. She bribed the weatherman. She's got. No, a, you know what she did? She did the execution on a Thursday, Thursday when it cool. always gets cool. Yeah, always it's a cool change. change on Thursday. She knows. She's a hairdresser. She knows she how knows the weather it. works. She's a meteorologist slash hairdresser <laughs> slash okay. food and priestess. After that day, the people of New Orleans never again doubted the power and influence of Marie Levo. And they took the miraculous escape as a sign of Marie's unparalleled favour in the spirit world. Ooh. It's pretty cool. I would have been 100% convinced in 18-whatever. Yeah. Well, that would have been the 1850s. Yes. Because it was 20 years after 1830s. That's my math. Man, this is it's such a similar timeline to last week. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, so... Uh, a couple of things. So, uh, according to official New Orleans records, Marie Catherine Laveau Paris Glapion, because she took everybody's names, died on June 15th, 1881 at the age of 79. Um, on June 17th, so a couple of days later, the New Orleans newspaper posted her obituary, which, according to Voodoo in New Orleans by a guy called Robert Talent, announced that Marie Laveau had died peacefully in her home. However, oral tradition states that she was seen by some people in town after her supposed demise. Hang on. So she died but then was still seen around town. What? But then one of her daughters, also named Marie, many of her daughters had the name Marie within their names because Catholic naming practices is what it says, but... Wait, I thought only one of her kids survived. No, there was something Well, else. she had two daughters that survived right, uh, beyond so. early childhood. Out only one 15. that survived to adulthood, right. which is this one, Marie, possibly assumed her position with her name and carried on her magical practice, taking over as the queen soon before or after the first Marie's death. So right. the, the She's legend, like the phantom. Yeah, the legend of Marie Laveau is actually two women. Oh. It's like her and her daughter. It is like the phantom. I love it. Yeah. Whoa. And they sort of think that like her her daughter was a bit more a bit more showy, right? Apparently, give give the people a real show. Storms ain't enough. She's got the hat. She's got. She's getting the rabbit out. She's getting the rabbit. She's out. getting a rabbit out. So she's like, is Dubstep. this your card? And everyone's like, what? what? Let him go. It Let is. him go. All right. If I can get the you know if I can make the ace of clubs appear, this murderer and rapist shall be <laughs> left off, and I shall own all of your houses. Woo! Um, so yeah, it's kind of. Kind of interesting. Like again, there isn't a whole heap of information. I know there's like books and documentaries and stuff made about it, but most of which you've read. All of them, obviously. I mean, I research these very thoroughly and never when I'm very unwell. But um, we've totally quit our jobs, guys. This is full time. This is what we do now. That's why next time the hairdresser asks what I do for a job, I'm a I'm podcaster. Podcaster. Wow. Yeah. Full time. I'm a full time. Very podcaster. hungry. Very yeah. hungry podcaster. I cannot afford to live. Can I have this haircut for free? Please. Now and do you have a spare couch? Please. My house you gotta is couchless. You've got to say please. I refuse. Yeah, that's the difference. a sign of weakness. difference between you and I, mate. So, Manners um, are a sign of weakness. Laveau's name and her history have been surrounded by legend and lore through, throughout history. Um, in 1982, an actual 1982, not 1882, Matt, I can read properly. In 1982, the New Jersey-based punk rock group, The Misfits, were arrested and accused of attempting to exhume Laveau from her grave after a local concert. Oh, my goodness. That's pretty cool. That was like a fun fact that I just threw in there. Is That's that, cool. So that, there's a law against that specifically? What, exhuming the dead? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that I don't think that's an okay thing to do. That's definitely a law. Wait, exhuming as in they try to dig her up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought they were standing there saying like a something. Oh, sort of no, thing. it wasn't like a séance. <laughs> no, they probably like tried to Oh, they were trying to dig her up. That feels like that should be illegal. Yeah, that and it is. But if they were there going um If they were there doing what, Matt? Just like saying um like a know, chant. With something that they'd read that was not culturally insensitive, probably. <laughs> yeah, well, they tried to exhume her from her grave. I just, like a, I obviously <laughs> didn't know what exhume meant. Obviously. Oh, right, right, right. Well, exhume just means dig up, does it? Because they've got, um... Misfits are the ones with the, they got the, what do they call that hairstyle? They they curl it at the front. Oh, yeah. And it's called uh, a dreadnought or something like that. That's a faux, is it not a faux hawk? It's a, um, death hawk. Death hawk. Death hawk. That's dreadnought pretty... is a... What is that? A, it's like an army ship or something. Uh, oh, yeah. boy. It's like, what, Glenn Danzig's band or whatever. But they, do they yeah. have a... Glenn Danzig, so good. What a name. Name. I'm a, I'm a rock star from the band The Misfits. My name's Glenn. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Glenn. Hey, Glenn. Um, like we kind of mentioned before, like uh, tourists continue to visit uh, her, her grave, her tomb. And some draw an X mark in accordance with decade with a decades old rumor that if people wanted Laveau to grant them a wish, they had to draw an X on the tomb, turn around three times, knock on the tomb, yell out their wish, and if it was granted, come back, circle their X, and leave Laveau an offering. So it's kind of it's two it's almost like two different ones. Sometimes I'll do three X's. Sometimes it's you've got to yell it that, out and knock. Look, sounds like a lot around. of admin. Can you buy a woman that has everything <laughs> slash has been dead for 150 years? An X with a circle around it. Yeah, she loves it. I don't know, flowers, a like candle. An offering. an offering. Maybe some sort of a... I do that for most graves anyway. Just, you know, uh, keep some of your hair oh, from that haircut. Give her a death hawk. Give her a death, oh, hawk. death hawk. Tic-tac-toe, she might enjoy she that. She loves that. Or like a game or... A game of tic-tac-toe, Do you yeah. play... How, how would she make a move? You just draw it on her tomb. Oh, Maybe that's what all she wants. She wants to play it. Tic-tac-toe. No, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it either. Big fan of the X-Files. It's the only fan. thing I could think of with Noughts and Crosses. The game Noughts and Crosses. <laughs> As of uh, the 1st of March in 2015, there is no longer public access to the cemetery. <gasps> Entry uh, is with a tour guide only. <gasps> what? So tour guide only. Did tour you use a tour guide, Matt? No, you no. went two years before. But, did, but I was just wondering, so you just went in with your mates? No, I just went in with my mates. There was a, I, I reckon there was a tour there, and I was you know, doing that eavesdropping thing. Oh, I love that. And then they tell you off for it. I did it at Edinburgh Castle and they were like, this is for tours only. And we're like, okay. Do they say that? We're just standing kind of nearby. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, it was very They can give you looks, but you can't mention it. No, she did. She yelled at us. I wasn't. I was just happening. I was looking at this thing too. Yeah, it was very funny. You just got to say, no English. (laughs) No hablo inglés. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, you don't speak that, but you also don't speak Spanish very well either. So what do, what do you speak? Latin. See. Si. Ah, oh, should have said that in Latin. <laughs> Fuck. Should have said that in Latin. Fuck. At and should have said that in Latin. Pig Fuck. Latin. I speak pig Latin. Pig pay Latin play. Pig pay Latin play. Um, so there's a there's many or there have been many references to Marie Laveau in art, pop culture, and music. Uh, my favorite song title based on her is uh, uh, from. It's quite recent. It's from a Danish metal band. Uh, Volbeat released an album with the song entitled Marie Laveau, and then in brackets, seal the deal and let's boogie. <laughs> that was only last year. So. I don't think Volbeat are very good. Well, Do you know, have you heard song. of Volbeat? I've heard of Volbeat. I'm trying to remember who told me about them. I looked them up. I don't think I like them. I love that That's Matt okay. knows Volbeat. Of course he does. It's a metal band. Fear Factory, Volbeat. But also, <laughs> they tour together. Marie Laveau 
Seal the deal and let's boogie. That's beautiful. He's a yeah. pretty great. Nah, maybe I've got to give him a chance. Whatever it's on Spotify, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear I'll that. So we'll find it. Um, I was in Danish. This is kind of interesting, and is a bit of a. This is just a few little things to finish up with, um, and this kind of ties in nicely with some some previous topics. Most prominently in comics, a character a character named Marie Laveau, based loosely on the real Marie Laveau, um, appeals in Mar- appeals appears appeals to young gentlemen <laughs> appears in Marvel comics. Um, she first appeared in Dracula Lives number two, uh, in 1973. She's depicted as a powerful sorceress and voodoo priestess with great magical powers and knowledge of, of arcane lore, including the creation of a potion made from vampire's blood that keeps her eternally youthful and beautiful. Oh, they wrote so she's vampires in into it. She's in Marvel comics. Was, she, was there any, like, vampires is like a, that's a very different thing. That's right? a different thing. No, but you just say it's in Dracula number two. Oh, and, yeah. and a potion made from vampire blood. Yeah, it's interesting that they, yeah, they wrote her into a story, like, in, in there. Well, I think they all kind of intersect a little bit. Because they're in a different style, aren't they, in Pennsylvania? Vampires? Do you think you're Transylvania? Transylvania? Transylvania, sorry. That I always do Pennsylvania get Pennsylvania is a... That's where Pittsburgh is. <laughs> I'm thinking of the penguins. You're confusing penguins with vampires again. Yeah, <laughs> again. I do that a lot. The Pittsburgh vampires. He does this every time. The difference is vampires can fly, right? They definitely can. Yes. And, and penguins have reflections. <laughs> They do. They definitely oh, do. They're the big two differences. Well, actually, so you can I, tell them apart. I don't know if I've ever seen a penguin's reflection. You chuck a penguin and a vampire in a house of mirrors, and that's how you find out which is which. <laughs> it's the only way to know. Yep. Science has not evolved. <laughs> Doesn't know yet. There was also a character named Marie Laveau, based loosely on the real Marie Laveau, once again, appeared in the Italian comic book Zagor. I have Ooh. no idea. I have no... More information about Zagor. right. So you don't speak English, Spanish, or Italian. Ah, uh, parlo un po' italiano. Thank you very much. Um, See. Si. See, si, va bene. Uh, there've been several ghostly phenomena associated with Marie's tomb. Each year, countless people uh, who kind of live within the uh, the cemetery, like homeless people, um, claim to see right. her ghost dancing from tomb to tomb. And on one occasion, a patron of the local drugstore claims that Marie materialised in front of him and asked if he if he knew who she was. Uh, when he responded in the negative, she slapped him in the face and levitated out of the drugstore and over the fence towards her grave. I love that. How cool's that? How dare you? Do you know who I am? Sounds like that he uh, is quite a patron of the drugstore. Yeah. <laughs> He's their number one customer. They're like, so. oh, Gary's back. Gary's back. Hey, no, saw a ghost again, Gary. She fucking slapped me. Who slapped you, Gary? There's nobody else here. It's 11pm. Oh, well, well, I don't know who she is, and that's why she... Oh, fuck, she's got it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm doing my research. I'm on Google now. Oh, oh, oh fuck. That was Gary. And sink. Um, many also claim that Marie watches over the city in the form of a big black crow. So if you're ever in New Orleans, you can be like, oh, that big crow looks awfully menacing. It's also wearing a little turban. Why do they... Like Marie Laveau yeah, would she's do. she's menacing. I guess she just slapped I don't that think, guy. I don't think like, a huge black crow is going to be a really... Like, it's not menacing. Looking over the town, I was thinking like like a guardian angel. Well, then if it was, it would be an angel. Going or... around slapping people. <laughs> she's, slapping. A, she's a crow, like, draped in a snake. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That's the giveaway. Singing <laughs> the Pete Paradise, put up a parking lot, lot. the black crows. Maybe, now that... Oh, okay, very good. Now that she's a crow. There was that big yellow taxi. Counting crows. Counting, Counting crows. crows. Black crows was... Counting black crows. <laughs> They made a super group into it. They did not. That'd be good, though. Who was in Canada? When she was a crow, though, was she her own favour? No, what was the... Familiar. Fuck. 
That would have been a much funnier thing to say if I knew the right word. Familiar. And yes, she was her own. There's no, I don't well I don't know what a favor is. Yeah. A favor is I bet you don't. <laughs> you jerk. A favor is something you do um, for a murderer in exchange for a free house. <laughs> yeah, but a familiar is an animal that accompanies you on your magical doings that you recognise. <laughs> yes. That you are quite acquainted with. <laughs> um, just to wrap up, um, in any case, voodoo practitioners know that Marie lives on in the spiritual form, and that their beloved queen can hear and bless them from the spirit world. Oh, shit. She's heard this whole thing. So, I, so she's a positive figure. Yeah, of. she's mostly a positive figure. But she's like, she was like a strong... Well, okay, this, can I just let me say this sentence and then we'll, then we'll understand. Okay. Regardless of whether Marie Laveau possessed mystifying supernatural powers or if her influence was due to bribery and espionage, the fact remains that she was a woman who lived on her own terms and refused to conform to the cookie-cutter image that society had prescribed her and thereby made her own destiny. So, uh, yeah, she was kind of like this powerful, intimidating, uh, strong woman who may or may not have, you know, helped uh, All right, helped a case to, to benefit to buy to get a house, to get a free house. <coughs> Terrible timing. Or she could have been a total hero in the t- in the town. No, I, I, I she cured people of illness. To overlook the taking a free house in exchange for well. Whether or not she actually did get the murder off, and also she believed she did, or they believed, and just, or, 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 or did the guy definitely do it? And she was just the guy, the dad was just worried, and she's like, "Look, I'll sell, do it. It's a fifty-fifty. Yeah. What's what do I lose? What did she lose? A house. But, it, but she, she didn't well, have. No, she oh, sorry, the house. dad was saying, "What have I got to lose?" And it's like, no, "Well, obviously he's he he got a house, but, but he also had many, so he didn't really care. Right? Okay. It's okay. one of many houses that he had, so he's okay. like, "Take it." I'm getting you. Yeah, but that's also just a story. We we still don't have any like hard evidence that that's definitely how it happened. Do any photos of her daughter exist? Because she would have been maybe a bit. Not photos. Yeah. No photos. Because she was uh, she was in the time of uh, John Wilkes Booth type people who have photos. Of okay. Them. Yeah. No, you're right, and I am wrong. Um, but there's so there's. She she sounds like she'd probably look like a pretty fascinating person. Well, there's images of her, yes, but that's the thing because they're kind of m- morphed into like one person. It's sort of hard to say. I'll show you a picture. So this is like a, um, a oh, it's not a very good, it's very small, but like a painting of her. She always oh, wore okay. this like cool turban. But then oh. there's others. Oh, yeah. She looks a bit like Beyonce in that photo. She does look a bit like Beyonce. That image. Ah, yeah. That's cool. Who in her songs always talks about, well, in one song, it talks about her mother or father being Creole, one of those. One, mother or mm. father. So she's a strong. Make a Texas Bama, I believe she says. I don't know what that means. She's just a strong, cool lady. I don't know, it's a really interesting story. Cool. No, she sounds very fascinating. I hope that I, uh, I hope that I covered it enough, Max. There's not a lot of info personal, out there. And personally, I'd never heard of her, so I always love to hear about people that I've never heard of because that's cool. It is pretty cool. Well, it is that time at the end of the episode to thank some Patreon supporters, some subscribers, and uh, Matt. I believe you are going to kick us off with a name. Yeah. Well, actually, this is this first time I think we've got one that isn't. It's a website. Or it's a community. Um, and it's a place I like to go to chill out um, <laughs> when I'm done, you know, being rad at mm-hmm. the end of the day. You're I, like, rad. I like to go to a place to hang your cape. My cape in this instance. But it's called a place to hang your cape. Bow cape? Bow yeah, cape. A bow cape. Uh, place to hang your bow cape. Well, it's, that's the beauty of the, uh, of, of the community is you don't have to hang any particular kind of cape. Um, I think they're more talking about superhero capes. But they're pretty cape neutral? Pretty cape neutral. Oh, good. Uh, that's a website, AP2H. 
yc.com, a place to hang your cape. But the the two is a number two. Oh, very good. Which is nice. And these guys and girls and people, humans. And, and capes. And capes. I mean, the whole organization. It's really good to have them on board. We yeah, appreciate the support. Thank you so that. much. I also wanted to, uh, to say thank you to the um, off-brand antihistamine. Uh, I mean, we all know the um, well-known Australian brand Demizen. Of course. I take it... Take it regularly. Monthly. Monthly? First of every month, just in case. <laughs> because the first of every month is nearly always a Monday, and that's the hottest day the of hot the week. Day. <laughs> and that's when the pollen count is always at 99%. Obviously. Exactly. And then you wait till Thursday, cools, cools down, off. everything's fine. So, um, but oh. the, the, uh, the other alternative that you have, if you don't want to take Demizen, is... Uh, Denizon. <laughs> Denizon. I'm yeah. so bad at these, and you Denizon. keep making me do them. Denizon. Can I just not do them? So in I the mean, future? you could just do a heartfelt thank you. But I just don't know how to open up and be you, sincere. Yeah. Instead, you you really you do these sort of mean spirited jokes. How does that mean spirited? No, I think it's fine. Denizon. Denizon. I've just had thank a look. You. His his name uh, is also Daniel Pratt. Oh, well, you could have told me that before. Oh, you could have made some sort of press. I made some sort of Demison joke. I wish I had, but Thank I you. had no idea you were going to. Thank you, Mr. Pratt. That's better. That's better. For, for contributing to our podcast, which is our favourite thing that we do, and we love this so much, and it means a lot to us that people want to be involved and... Sincerely, I thank you so much. That was so sincere and beautiful. Yeah. Matt, wasn't that great? That was really nice. I feel great. sick for opening up like that. Oh, my God. Daniel Pratt, you've got to understand how uh, lucky you were to get Jess, the real Jess. The real Jess. She nearly never shows that. Not to us. Not never. to me Dave. I've never, never been thanked. God, no. I would never thank you. Fuck off. Well, someone I'd like to thank and not tell to fuck off <laughs> is um, sometimes people have great initials. And this person is a BRB. Be right back. BRB. And they've constantly got our back with their pledges. And I would just like to say thank you to BRB, Benjamin R. Brisson. Thank you, Mr. Brisson. BRB. We appreciate you being there for our right back. Yep. (laughs) Does that make sense? No. And our left back, to be honest. Yeah, just our backs in general. Just our spines. Thanks for the lumbar support. Thank you. (laughs) You are so ergonomic. I feel so supported and I feel so loved by all the emails, tweets and Instagram messages, whatever that you send in to us and Facebook messages. Of course, you can do that. Do go on pod at gmail.com for the email on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram are all at do go on pod. Patreon.com slash do go on pod if you want to get involved. If you want just to sincerely thank you. I can't promise that. Okay. So I, you can't it's promise. It's really hard to open up to other people. Okay. I'm a closed book. Well, Pratt opened you right up. That's right. Sure Pratt, did. He's got a bookmark and he's coming back. <laughs> Just like Benjamin Arbrison, who will be right back. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll be back with another brand new episode next week. But if you would like to uh, review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to this stuff. But uh, until next week, let you sit on that sizzle and I will say goodbye. Later. Would anyone know who that is? Later. <laughs>